On today's episode of The Daily Dose with Dr. Greg, I have pharmacist turned functional medicine practitioner, Kelly Rumpel, and she specializes in ADHD and high level anxiety. So if you're a mom with a kiddo that you're like, oh my gosh, they need something, or if you're an adult that struggles, this episode is for you. Stay tuned. On today's episode of The Daily Dose of Dr. Greg, I have none other than Kelly Rumpel with me. Kelly is a holistic pharmacist turned epigeneticist and functional medicine clinician, and she is here today to share her wisdom and her journey, and I'm stoked. Kelly, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm big so fan of your content, so when you reached out, I was thrilled. You're like, let's me. go. Let's have this. And <laughs> I love, I just want to, so, so just for our listeners, Kelly and I were chatting before the episode started and just talking about the philosophy of, of raising kids and how we raise kids and how we're you know, just a little bit against the grain or outside the box. And that is so huge. And I think that's a consistent thing, even with how we treat patients. Now, it's not every day that I come across a pharmacist. Um, so I actually grew up really close to like a world famous pharmacy college. North Dakota State University was like this really well-known pharmacy college. And when I think of like pharmacy, um, you know, obviously I think biochemistry, drug interactions, and then, but give me the journey of, of how you became a pharmacist and then even that more importantly that transition into having more of a functional bent yeah you know honestly i became a pharmacist because i was good at science and math and i my parents told me uh, my mom's a nurse and she said you're not going to be a nurse and i didn't want to be a doctor and so here we are i kind of landed myself right in the middle mm -hmm. and uh but at, towards the end of pharmacy school i found myself to be really ill lots of gi issues lots of anxiety um, really hard time with keeping up in class, just a hard time with focus. And so towards the end of pharmacy schools, you know, getting colonoscopies at the age of 22 on four medications, just feeling really terrible. And so graduated pharmacy school, I'm in the workforce now and I'm behind the pharmacy counter and I'm just, I'm noticing this this trend of like, no one's getting better. Everyone gets more meds every month. And I was on that same track and it really bothered me. And I just, I didn't feel good. And my anxiety was through the roof and they're putting me on antidepressants and meds for anxiety. And I'm like, this isn't, this is not right. I don't feel good and I, I want to feel better. So I started digging into more holistic uh, research state of mind and started to really, you know, look at root cause for myself. And turns out, I didn't know this in, in college, but it turns out rum and Cokes, ramen noodles, and bad relationships, they will land you with GI issues and a lot of anxiety. So uh, I had to take a good hard look at my environment, what was going on with me, and just through a lot of you know research, my own trial and error, a um, lot of, and then I went on to go to health coaching certification programs and get certified in epigenetics. And then now I'm doing Dr. Daniel Amen's the Amen Clinic certification. So I just, I am a lifelong learner and mm -hmm. through all my research, and helping myself, I, I found a love in helping others. So Isn't it interesting how our journeys are many times the, the beginning of <clears throat> looking outside of it? And, and here's the thing, right? You're a pharmacist, so you were told in your formal training that most things are a, or at least there is a potential biochemical imbalance. And the, the wonderful world of, of pharmaceuticals has the ability to go in and tweak these things. And, and trust me, and I'm sure this is still your philosophy, there is a time and a place for pharmacology. They, they can save lives all day long. However, to keep us well, to keep us healthy, especially when it comes to chronic conversation and chronic components, 
like I bet you had to just scratch your head. My first head scratch in pharmacology was around the conversation of even autoimmunity. And so I have just shy of a PhD in neurology. And when 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 I was taught the the nervous system has gone rogue, I'm like, yo, did you guys not take your neurology classes? Like you're talking a million bits of information every second. And you just told me it went rogue and that now you have to come in and, and suppress the immune system. So that just, I love how, and we'll talk about being ADHD and having high function anxiety through this, because I think that that parlayed that curiosity for me and, and went there. So, okay. So what you've, you've journeyed into this, you've found some things for yourself. You're a lifelong learner. I love it. There is actually, so um, I forget his name, but there's a gentleman that's like the father of positive psychology. You know, most psychology, the tests or the goal of psychology is to get you from like a negative 10 to a negative five. Like you're, you're really depressed and now you're not so depressed. And this gentleman, Martin Seligman is his name. He, his job was to say, how can we work with positive psychology? How can I get you from a plus five to a plus 10? And he actually has this test and maybe we can link it into our show notes. And I went in and I did this test and my, my first highest score was love of learning. So here we are that with that curious soul that asks why, and then um, allows us to not just accept status quo, but say, you know what? I need to know more. And it sounds like you and I are kind of woven from the same fabric inside of that, Kelly. I love that you said why. I, I tell my clients this all the time, the people I'm talking to about their, their mental health and, and it just, everyone goes along with the diagnosis. I shouldn't say everyone, but it's just people go along with the diagnosis and they don't mm-hmm. ask why. Right. They'll, they'll, they'll take the label, but they don't say, well, why is that? Why do I have this quote unquote chemical imbalance that I'm being told that I have? What's oh under that? No and doubt. so I always empower people to ask why. It's okay to ask why. I remember um, I was, we used to live in Nebraska and we were driving down the road and one of the local hospitals had a billboard and the billboard said, reestablishing your trust in medicine. And of course the ADHD curious brain of me is like, huh, if you're saying reestablish, that means you knew you lost it. Uh-huh. And I, And I think also, if there's a silver lining to come out of the pandemic or what's going on in this world is I believe that that magic question, why is becoming more okay? Because there's been this thing like, oh, you got a white coat and a stethoscope. You're right next to God. So I'm just going to believe you. And I love the fact that people are like, um, no. And even like you get, you see, this is just as much as I do, right? Your labs are normal. I'm so sorry. Every day, (laughs) every single day. That's so frustrating. For these mm-hmm. patients they they don't feel right just like i didn't feel right back in the day and they're told well colonoscopy is normal labs are normal and send you on your way make sure you lose weight and exercise i know it's frustrating one of the things that i don't want to skip over um I, i'm trying to become a better listener the older i get uh, hence why we have two ears and one mouth when you went through your litany of the things that you were doing i think i heard rum and cokes and i think i heard ramen noodles and then you dropped the bad relationship part yeah. i think so many people don't understand how relationships and interactions and respectfully, even relationships with themselves can have this, like there's, there's like this underlying poison flowing through the system. And yet these people are looking for, I need a new vitamin. I need a new diet. I need to do this detox. And at the end of the day, we have to slow down and say, um, like, for example, like uh, in the Bible, it says, love God. And then it says, love your neighbor as yourself. And I always ask people, how are we doing with that as yourself part? 
right? right? Like we just skip over that. And I, and I love how you were, how, how, go back there for a second. And you don't, I don't need the details of your relationship, but what was the epiphany of like, oh my gosh, because we've all heard the word toxic relationship, but what was your epiphany of like, oh my gosh, this relationship that I'm in is not only not blessing me, but it's actually robbing my vitality. How, how did you get that reality? I was in the doctor's office one day and I was crying. I showed up there because I, uh, my boyfriend at the time, fiance, can't remember where we were at the time, but um, we had just gotten into a huge blowout fight and I was found myself in the doctor's office and I'm like, I said, I just, I can't do this anymore. I'm very anxious. I feel very depressed. And I found myself talking about my relationship to the doctor. And this was just like my normal primary care. Mm -hmm. And so of course she's like, well, I think we could try you on and whatever it was, Lexapro or whatever. And um, I walked out of that office thinking, I just spent that whole time talking about my relationship. Maybe that's the problem. Oh my gosh. And, and it, it was, it was one wait, of the wait. biggest underlying issues. You mean relationships aren't fixed with Lexapro? <laughs> right. <laughs> out, they aren't. Because I tried. <laughs> I gave it a good try. Yeah. And it well, and I think I think we want I want to give our listeners the authority to examine their relationships. And and it's okay to say this isn't working. Yep. Now, and in some cases, you got to get out. And in some cases, you got to dig in. You know, one of my favorite books is The Obstacle is the Way. And and in the book Ryan Holiday says, you know, here's the obstacle, here we are again, and you've made all these paths around this thing. And um I tell patients the only way out is through. So here's the obstacle, dig it up, move it. And one thing I'll guarantee you is there's a treasure underneath of it. Mm -hmm. And I think, but people need that, people need that um, authority, that permission. But then you look at it, like people are raised in homes with dis a dysfunctional mom and dad, and they knew that their mom was miserable, but their mom's like, I'm just staying in here for the kids. And then they learn that a normal relationship is miserable. And that is not a blessing to yourself or to your kids or your grandkids. So, so essentially you had self-reflection and you're like, mm -mm, this isn't flying. So good. And I had to, and that's with, with my clients too. I, I make sure we always discuss what you're going through, whether it's anxiety, that's my specialty is anxiety and ADHD, yeah. you know, focus and energy. And, but you have to be willing to look at many different areas that could be affecting you it's never ever ever one thing and that comes back to asking why and that's like that's the beauty of what we do is kind of you know peeling apart the onion layers of somebody and figuring out what's underneath yeah. and that's the what's what's underneath is what we really need to be focusing on I love on. that Kelly I just I'm so encouraged to talk with you I tell people this the body responds appropriately to its environment Mm -hmm. So let's go, let's go. So I, and I love when people will say, like, for example, I had a patient yesterday. She said to me something like, she gave me like a date, like to the day, like 20 years ago. And I was like, okay, pump the brakes. Let's go back in time. Paint a picture of your world for me at that time, because I believe the body responds appropriately to its environment. Mm -hmm. And she laid out this horribly stressful situation and what precipitated up to it. And I was like, yeah, kind of makes sense, doesn't it? And she's like, I never really thought of it that way. So, so ADHD, um, high function anxiety, walk me through that, walk me through like maybe some of the, the key markers in labs, kind of give me your, give me the 401 on how you work yeah. with that. So I just, I believe that ADHD and anxiety is never just, never, ever just a genetic problem or a dopamine deficiency or a chemical imbalance. I think it's so much more than that. And really I'm here 
to empower people to look beyond their, their diagnosis and look at other potential contributing root causes. And so for, let's talk about ADHD for a second. Some of the most common things I see when I'm, when I'm evaluating my clients is I see issues with candida, pyrrole disorder, MTHFR, copper zinc imbalances, poor gut health. There's so many things that go, go into your diagnosis. And I have helped countless clients get off Adderall and antidepressants. And it's possible when you, when you dig in underneath and do the appropriate labs. I love functional labs. I love genetic testing. That's my secret sauce. So when someone comes to me, we, we do genetics on everybody. We do functional labs. And we really try to get to the underlying root causes of, do you have vitamin and mineral deficiencies? that are making that are allow, not allowing you to create dopamine and yeah. serotonin etc or do you have malabsorption of the gut and that's why you can't absorb protein and break it down appropriately and that's contributing to a dopamine deficiency mm-hmm. or do you have candida in your gut and that's contributing to brain fog and lack of focus and tons of anxiety i see candida in like i would say 95 percent of my clients 100%. Yeah. so so really trying to, to uncover what are the contributing things and we correct yeah. those things. Okay. And that, that enables people to take a more holistic approach. And in a lot of cases, get off on meds if that's their goal. Totally. Um, what is your favorite go-to like lab for genetics? So I run a full, I run full panels. So I don't do, I don't just pick like MTHFR. The the ones that you hear about most on TikTok that are trending Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. I love MTHFR, but I feel like that's not the full picture. Um, And so I love to run full panels as far as I look at sleep. Um, circadian rhythms, we look at metabolism, we look at nutrition and diet, what does your genes prefer for For nutrition? Um, Really love to look at the behavioral stuff. So are you prone to um, higher levels of neurotransmitters and you're more of like the ant over anxious type like me? Or are you prone to low dopamine and you're more of like the unmotivated can't focus type? Because I see people will come to me with diagnosis of ADHD and I will see that they're genetically prone to like a ton of neurotransmitters. And, and then they have candida on board, which also causes neurotransmitters levels right. to go up. And then they're very anxious. So is it anxiety? Is it ADHD? Usually both. Yeah. Uh, but I see people all over the spectrum. And that's just, and that's just why I love doing this. That's why I, I say you got to test. You got to test because how are you yeah. going to dig and figure out what it is if you don't test? Um. For candida, are you doing like a um, organic acids or how are you how are you diagnosing candida? Love organic acids. I yeah. used to do stool analysis in addition to organic acids, mm-hmm. but um, I found organic acids to be most accurate for me. I just the stool analysis I just I don't love anymore for the for parasites and things like that. I just don't feel right. like it's very accurate if I'm honest. 100%. Uh, but it was a good, it was a good uh, in addition test to the organic yeah. tests to, to look at candida. Yeah, I don't but even do GI level. maps anymore. And I stopped doing ONPs like 15 years ago because I would be suspect of like a parasite infection, for example. And then the person like, then their, their GP is like, well, we can we can test for that. Then they go do an OMP and it's negative. And they're like, see, your doctor's an idiot. And they're like, yeah, but Dr. Greg, I think you might be onto something. And then we do these antiparasitics and these people are like crapping out like flukes and strongyloides and tapeworms and ropeworms. They're like, huh. I'm like, what if it wasn't in your colon? Exactly. You know, for, so so that's that's important for our listeners. Um, so organic acid is simply like if you the analogy I've used is 
it's, it's a urine test. And think of your urine almost being like the exhaust of the car, right? You could put a sensor by the exhaust of the car and based upon what comes out, it can tell you what's going on inside and it's pretty accurate and un uninvasive and whatnot. So I'm digging that uh, from that standpoint. Here's a, so I was at a football game the other night and there was the, the Marines were there. And I was talking to one of the gentlemen on the sideline and he's a recruiter. And I said, how's it going? He's like, man, it's not good. Like we don't have good numbers right now. And I was like, tell me more. And he said, do you understand that if if, if a candidate is on um, Adderall, Stratera, that it's two years, they have to be offered for two years before the military will even consider them as a candidate. And I just sat there full of goosebumps. And he said, here's what happened during, um, during COVID is these things were just handed out like candy. Yep. So now we have all these young men and women that want to be a part of the military, but they can't. And I was like, well, because they were taking meth? He's like, pretty much, you know, so. I love that you say it that way. People get mad when I say it that way. I'm like, this is the truth. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. So, so I'm digging that. Um, okay. Our listener, we have lots of them right now, and they, they, they probably have ADHD or anxiety or are suspect of that. So let's say that. I've always used it. I've always said success leaves clues, right, Kelly? I mean, you can probably talk to somebody like, oh my gosh, like you, you had said earlier, like 96% of my patients have candida. So if someone's listening to this and they want to at least get the airplane <clears throat> out to the runway and get it going down the, the runway before they do wheels up, what are some maybe the top things that they could do just to like prep themselves to potentially get ready for some deeper work? Yeah. Oh gosh. So I would say try some of the baseline things that I know that have helped, that have helped many of my clients. So um, exercise, meditation, and I know this stuff is hard, especially with ADHD, right. but uh, I promise it helps. Exercise, meditation, getting enough sun, getting a quality sleep. And I know that's another thing that's a problem with ADHD, but we can talk, we can talk further about that. Yeah. Um, those are some just baseline things that can really help, even protein intake and gut health. So typically for ADHD, if it is a, contributed by dopamine deficiency, you got to get enough protein in your diet. Mm -hmm. And so, but in order to absorb that protein, we have to make sure that your gut health is, is in tra on track. So um, really focusing on clean diet can help tremendously. So taking out food dyes, reds and yellows, especially, this is a great way to start an MSG there's when I run genetics on people there are certain genes um, there's one in particular the HNNT gene that if you are positive for that you are actually going to be more prone to ADHD type symptoms with food additives and food dyes so taking that stuff out of your diet can be really helpful for a lot of people uh, I would say start there start with diet start with cleaning up um, the diet for for your gut health as well mm -hmm. uh, reducing alcohol intake is a big one too for, for gut health, but taking a probiotic, um, these are all just things, vitamins. Uh, everyone should be on a good multivitamin. I'm not saying supplements are everything, but I'm a big supplements hub and I believe in their power. So a good multivitamin, omega-3s, uh, vitamin D, magnesium. These are some of the most common ones that people are deficient in. B vitamins. These are all really important for you to produce neurotransmitters. Right. So I would I would start there at just a, a baseline. But then course, moving forward, labs and genetics is a great next step. So good. I love it. Hey, we're going to pump the brakes for a quick commercial break and we'll be back. 
Hi, everyone. I'm Ben, one of Dr. Greg's producers. Thanks for tuning into The Daily Dose with Dr. Greg. We appreciate every single one of our listeners, and we know that our audience is expanding all over the world. If you are interested in working with Dr. Greg and Vitae Clinic, all you have to do is click the link in this episode's show notes. Also, we want to bring people as much value as possible, so I have a favor to ask. If you've found value in this podcast, please, please share it with your friends and family. Sharing goes a long way, and we appreciate it. All that said, let's jump back into today's conversation of The Daily Dose with Dr. Greg. You just gave some people some some tips about rocking and rolling, and some of those things I know, I mean, I would say I've had ADHD tendencies. I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, like we are driven and, and we want to rock and roll. And I, I would say for the most part, it's been a blessing because what I do, I love, I, I love what I do. So to me, a 16 hour day doesn't feel like a 16 hour day. Though I remember um, when I first learned about meditation, I was like, <laughs> sit still, be quiet. Yeah, right. So for me, and I'm not sure what you recommend for your clients. For me, I actually had to start with like, more like visualization, like quiet, like having someone talk to me through headphones and have me visualize. And uh, that was profoundly um, soothing to my nervous system. I felt that I was just so much more at ease. And so now one of the things that we do with our patients is I actually have them uh, formulate their ideal day from the time they get up to the time they go to bed and uh, every sense sight, smell, taste, touch has to be inside of that day. And then I recommend that they record it in a tone and a voice that is believable, right? Because if you're like, I wake up really excited about the day, like your body's like, yeah, right. Not happening. Don't believe you. Don't believe you. So I was actually, I personally was coached by a gentleman that was the mindset coach for the St. Louis Cardinals during two of their world series, just out in your backyard. Um, So his name is Jason Selk. Jason was the mindset coach for the Cardinals um, back when they won two world series. And this is what, this is what Jason walked me through. And at first I was like, yeah, whatever, dude, this sounds like complete woo woo. And the reality is, I mean, I, it, in my world, it came to fruition in probably about two and a half years. And it's because I, 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 I laid it out. I recorded it. And then I give people the permission to tweak it along the way. Because so many people feel like, like genetics, for example, like, well, I've been dealt this bad deck. Well, you can still make changes in things, right? So like I I say, hey, if you don't want to, if you don't see yourself doing this, you know, race or event or whatever, then change it. And that's the beauty of understanding that we are malleable, we are changeable. So I know for me, that whole like sit Lotus style and say, I'm for 20 minutes was not going to happen because I know what monkey brain is. Um, So that was something that that was really helpful for me. And yes, and I would love to talk about that too because I'm a big I'm a big believer in walking meditations because mm-hmm. for, for us that can't sit still or don't yep. want to or just or especially in the beginning when we're learning meditation, doing a walking one is is a great idea. Well, and that's you said exercise. So people like so some are like okay, that means I need to go get gym shoes and get a gym membership and start and join the CrossFit club and do all stuff and like no, nope. go go for a walk. Yep, Take and and that's off. and for me. I do one of three things on a walk. I listen to a book on tape, I shoot TikTok videos, or I do nothing. And it's those nothing walks for me that are probably the best. Yep. Um, And it's tough. If you have ADHD, nothing may feel very unproductive. And nothing may feel like, oh my gosh, I could be be listening to a book at two and a half X right now and rock through it. 
Um, but that ability to slow down, you know, one of my mentors says, if you can't spend 10 minutes by yourself with yourself, you've got issues. <laughs> and that's been something that's been really clutch for me in my journey. Yeah. And even um, there's brown noise too, that I've had a lot of clients feel very soothed by brown noise. And it, it's very similar to what you would hear in an airplane, you know, you know, the airplane sound. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of people say, the, and I experienced the same thing when I listen to brown noise, it's your mind just quiets. It's beautiful. It is so beautiful. And I think like we weren't taught this, you know, um, one of the things that we did with our kids when they were young is we put them on a commission schedule. And actually we, we continue to do this with our children. And a lot of times, like when I grew up, I had chores as a kid, right? Like I was supposed to like, you know, I grew up with a big garden. So I'd have to do things in the garden and, and scrub the toilets and vacuum clean. And as my wife and I started to have little kids, we're like, you know what? Let's incentivize self-care. So one of the things that our kids would do to us every day is they'd come to us and tell us three things that they're grateful for. And I was like, how awesome is this? Because the reality, if we don't teach that into them, this world isn't teaching that. So I think, especially so if our listeners, if they have little kiddos, like how can you incentivize? How can you motivate a child to, and little kids, I mean, you've got three little ones. Um, we have little ones as well. Like they want to do these things. They're little sponges and they want to soak it up. And um, and I just think it's super important for us to come alongside of them. So I love it. I love it. Um, yeah my kids I do a vision board every year and it's actually my daughter's is right behind me on the wall but she's got meditation on hers and she's got vitamins on hers as well and trying new foods so right. I encourage that I teach them about health and what it means to be strong and she actually told me the other day she came home from school and she said you know mom I was at talking to some friends at school and I was asking them what kind of vitamins they take I was proud enough by that alone but then <laughs> she's like you know what they, a lot of them said, what are vitamins? And it right. broke my heart. I was like, here I'm shoving how many vitamins on your throat every morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even know what they are. That's so good. So let's, while you're on the, on the mommy role, yeah. there's a lot of moms listening to this saying, you know, I've got little kids that I've, I've got a little boy, a little girl that man, their tendencies are so much like ADHD. And, and even the doctor has recommended maybe the medications and and my spirit, my heart, just, I'm just not sure that that's what I want to do. Could you, can you speak to that mom here, Kelly? Gosh, I can. So I take this very personally, because this just happened a, a few weeks ago. Uh, my daughter, who's in third grade, came home and she had gotten a note basically saying she's out of focus lately. She's not on task. She's not paying, this is not like her. And so, but she's got my brain, right? And I was just, I got the note and it made me like crumble. I'm like, this is what I do. I can't take it. I've got to, I've got to fix her. And so I basically explained to her, you know, what helps us focus is good quality breakfast in the morning. And here lately we've gotten to the routine of not as good breakfast. You know, she something quick and easy, some cereal or something. We know that's not good, but here I was starting to see it in her school. And so I, I explained, we're going to have to start doing protein smoothies in the morning. And so we switched it up. And I make them really good. We do so moms. This is a really good tip. Protein first thing in the morning for your kids so they can think while they're at school and healthy fats in it too. So here's what I do. Easy protein smoothie. I do a handful of berries, a little bit of banana, um, almond butter, a little bit of Greek yogurt, a protein powder scoop, half of an avocado and chia seeds. It's got good protein, healthy fats, fiber, um, it's got fruit, you know, it's, it's balanced, right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't taste bad at all. My kids ask for it. So we make that smoothie every morning. And then I switched up my daughter's supplements. 
and her teacher within two weeks she's gotten nothing but good reports and I just had teacher conferences last night and she's like it was like a two-week blip there it was really bad and then all of a sudden and I said well I, I did this this and this and so um we can help these kiddos mm -hmm. and taking out food dyes was another one too and after school when she gets home she knows that she has to have a protein snack not junk right. because we, we got to do homework so, so yeah and look at the typical breakfast right pancakes mm -hmm. cereal just carb sugar city and it's just not working so okay um proteins are one of those things where most of them taste like crap so what is your go-to if you're willing to share what's your go-to protein mixed powder brand that you use i have two and and i can't say that they're the best it's just what we're, we're using right now i like garden of life sport Okay. I use the vanilla for the, the smoothie I was just telling you about. Um, and the second one is um, organic something, or it's from Costco, or, or game, or game. Organ, yep. Uh -huh, yep. And so I, I like those two. My kids prefer organ over Garden of Life. Okay, that's good. I know it's my kids are beyond um, picky when it comes to that. And actually, I worked for a professional wrestler many years ago who was like the pickiest eater in the world and we actually made a protein powder for him and um holy cow that's expensive and you have to order like thousands and thousands of bags I'll probably never do it again but but that whole process of how to pick the ingredients and what to have in it and I always tell people here's the litmus test for a good protein powder put just the protein powder with just water and if it tastes good that way then you know you have a good one if it doesn't taste good then it's probably not a great one. And I honestly do not have a recommendation right now. We're still trying to figure some stuff out because I mean, I don't care how great it is. If if my five-year-old is like, this is nasty, it they're not going to go. So it has to taste good. It has to, has to yeah. taste good. I love it. Um, we both uh, spend a little bit of time on TikTok and uh, getting the word out to the world. Talk to me about your, uh, your, your most viral TikTok video. You know, everyone seems to love the laughs. Either mm -hmm. that or they like when I talk about, I did a, an ADHD supplement one with a little bit of ridiculous dancing and they liked that too. But typically uh, it's it's the labs. When I show people, it, you know, it's on paper. Here I've got this client, she struggles with ADHD, anxiety, brain fog, memory issues, and chronic fatigue. And then I go through and I show, she's got candida, all these vitamin deficiencies. She's got malabsorption of the gut. She's got omega imbalances. And so people really like to see that on because it's not the traditional labs that they're used to. Right. So I think that that sparks a lot of interest. Those are so probably cool. the favorites on there right now. Hi, girl. I love it. So Wild Roots Wellness, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, I just, Wild Roots, I just, I wanted to name my business something that meant something to me. And my kids always pick me wildflowers. We live hmm. in the country on some acreage and they pick me wildflowers. Their dad, I love him, so sweet. Um, my husband taught them, if you see a wildflower, you pick it, you give it to mom. And mm. so um, I'm just wild, they're wild little feral children. And I love it. They're always running around barefoot. So wild roots. And then, you know, roots is just, you know, we want to get to the root of the problem. Right. And so I just, I kind of combined things that were important to me. And there's the name. I love it. I love it. So if someone's listening to this and they're like, okay, I need to talk with Kelly. What does that process look like? And how do they get in touch with you? Yeah. You can find, if you want to find out more information on me, TikTok's a great source to see some of my content. If you want to get in touch with me, if you go through TikTok or Instagram, you can find me on TikTok at kelly.rebelwhitecoat. 
or Instagram, I'm Kelly underscore Rompel, and Rompel is R-O-N-P-E-L. And if you look in my bio, you'll you'll see a link to book a call with me. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me. And I also talk to people in the DMs on IG all the time too. So don't hesitate to reach out and DM me. I wish TikTok was a little easier to DM back and forth. But yeah, book a call with me, DM me on Instagram. And when I sign on with a client, I send them test kits uh, to their home. Everything's very convenient. I don't even have to send you out for blood draw. Uh, it's a combination of urine, saliva, and a finger stick at home. Okay. And so you also, when you sign on, you have access to me for a year, me Beautiful. and my health coach for okay. additional support. You also get one-on-one calls with me. We go through your labs. We talk about appropriate lifestyle, diet, supplement changes. Um, and then you have a year support with weekly calls with me and my health coach. That's awesome. So, that yeah. is awesome. Well, it's, it's definitely a niche that needs some attention. And there are a lot of moms and families out there, especially for kids, but also there are a lot of adults that just need to find some traction inside of this. So I love it. Last question, and I did not put this on your list. So, um, but are you are you guys taking clients on now or you have a waiting list or what's the, what's the status yeah, of the clinic? We're actually opening up clients for uh, my new program is opening in November. So now it's a perfect time to yeah. come on board. Very cool. Okay, last question, not on your list. If you had access to a billboard and everyone in the world could see that billboard, what would you put on the billboard? Oh, gosh, this is a good question. What would I put on it? Probably a bunch of mantras. But uh, <laughs> What's your top one? Gosh, uh, I just want people to... I want people to be themselves. I want them to feel the best version of themselves, truly, not cliche. I want people to be free. I want people to be free of their diagnosis. I want them to feel like they're actually thriving. So it's maybe something like, I don't know, don't just live, thrive or something. I don't know, but I want people to feel really, really, really good. I love it. I love it. Kelly, I'm so grateful for you and who you are and what you're doing. And you're digging in, you're digging into the mud with these people and you're getting stuff figured out. and. You're changing lives, girl. And I know when you change lives that we actually, three, two clinics ago, I had in my whiteboard in my office, I had this term that said, we change, or excuse me, we create epic family reunions. And, and what that means to me is the moms and the dads and the kids that are listening to this, that when their lives are changed, they get to be who they're designed to be, who they want to be, not who they have to be in those things. So, and I completely get that that's what you're doing as well. So I love it, girl. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right.